With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Using your Aspiration Zero credit card helps fight climate change. It's true. See, Aspiration Zero plants a tree each time you make a purchase. And tree planting is one of the most effective ways to combat global warming. Track your progress in the app and earn 1% cash back each month you reach carbon zero. Aspiration Zero. One card, zero carbon footprint. Learn more at Aspiration.com. The Aspiration Zero MasterCard is issued by Beneficial State Bank pursuant to license by MasterCard International Incorporated. Beneficial State Bank, member FDIC 2021. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need! We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now, let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Another episode of I Want Your Flex as week seven is in the books. Mike Harmon wraps up with the Rams and Bears 
More happening, I guess, outside the lines of the game in being interest when it comes to this contest. Rams put a bow on Week 7 with a 24-10 victory over your hometown Bears, but it's basically the conversations that Nick Foles is having with Brian Greasy and Matt Nagy that are really drawing the headlines from what was an uneventful Monday Night Football matchup. Great opportunity in the land of Chicago uh, on the morning talkers, I'm sure. Uh, Brian Greasy talking about uh, the conversation pregame with, you know, the meetings that they have with quarterbacks, you know, to inform their broadcast. Probably an off-the-record comment that, well, didn't stay off the record regarding the offensive line play and some of the intricacies of Matt Nagy's play calling uh, as a guy who watches every down Uh, of the Bears. I try to watch it for every team, but certainly for the hometown Bears. Uh, The special nature of Matt Nagy's play calling, it's not evident to me, uh, but certainly in terms of trying to get a pass playoff, uh, we see Nick Foles struggling uh, to work behind that offensive line. No run game and myopia at times with Allen Robinson. So uh, a bit of a mess and a lot of explaining to do coming off a miserable loss. It's funny because Allen Robinson seems to be the only bear worth playing in fantasy right now. But you go to the other side of the of the of the sidelines, and you see the Rams, and you think of the Rams of of years past when you could start Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and expect to have one of those guys or two of those guys or three of those guys have really good games over 100 yards receiving probably from one of the receivers now you look at this rams team and you're not necessarily sure on what receiver is going to see the the action cooper cup while you think that he's still the favorite of jared goff it's not necessarily the same offense robert woods had a quiet night with just three catches and 22 yards in fact woods had more yards rushing than he did actually receiving so rams get a win they're happy about that but when it comes to fantasy bears have a good defense no doubt about it but still i don't think that anything was cleared up uh with the rams except maybe that you know again daryl henderson is going to be the guy who's going to get the most carries should be the guy ran hard ran angry 15 for 64 on the night two catches 13 yards Brown also took advantage of his goal line work, 10 carries, 57 yards, and the score. So two-headed monster, but the identity would appear to be more in trying to establish the ground game, not really working the ball downfield. A lot of yak. Uh, I, I would look liken it to the way Breeze and the Saints operate, right? 10, 15-yard routes maybe, and then trying to Mm -hmm. throw a guy open to maybe get some yak rolling in. We know the tight ends are always going to be involved. No Higby for this game, but Everett found the end zone. Uh, You had Munt. I just wanted to say his name. Three catches, 47 (laughs) yards for him. Uh, Goff, 219-2, and better than you would expect on the whole for fantasy purposes. Look, it doesn't get you into the winner's circle, uh, but a better day than I would have given him. Uh, And what was curious was the offense was motoring, right? Good tempo, good open routes, and then they got really conservative the second half. Seemed like they could have kept the pressure up and didn't, whether that's not wanting to put more on tape or they were gassed themselves, (laughs) as you would have thought the Bears' defense was trying to chase them around. So uh, it's going to be difficult to really look to either of these teams for fantasy heroes, except in spot plays, it would seem. 
Yeah, and I, and I think when you look at the Rams in the near future, they've got the Dolphins in week eight. We know that because uh, Tua's debut for Miami. Yeah. I think that there will be opportunities there. They'll have a bye, and then they have Seattle in week 10, and there definitely will be opportunities there. There's not a defense worse than the National Football League. The problem just becomes where in previous years, all those Rams were playable guys. This year, I don't think that's the case even though you could see Robert Woods with a seven-catch, 160-yard, two-touchdown game. Because if you have Cooper Cup on your team, that could be the game where he has three catches and 22 yards. So they, it's the guessing game, and you, you hope you hit. But I just that's the only trouble that I see with the Rams, even with this favorable matchup, is you still can get burned because it may be the other guy that ends up having the monster day and not your guy. Yeah, I'd rather go to the casinos in Vegas sure. or here in California <laughs> yeah. I, I, and try try my luck with getting that right because, uh, as we see, it's tough proposition. Woods with a bit of a groin injury, so the bye week coming up after the Week 8 game against Miami will be good timing for him. But, yeah, to your point, you, you're looking at the only guy that was consistent when healthy is Higby. If you're looking mm-hmm. for just, all right, that's going to be my tight end play. The wide receivers, running backs, I'm guessing Henderson's the guy, but you saw Brown was the guy with the touchdown. So yeah. it's a tough – and they still keep saying they want to get Akers involved. So <laughs> when does that happen? And if it does, it's absolute fantasy chaos. So stick to the daily fantasy leagues and your pickums. Let's go to the three-point conversion recap from our last podcast where we hit on a couple of things. I'll start it off because I mentioned Antonio Brown, and I said stay away from Antonio Brown. He is uh, going to be a Buccaneer signing his one-year deal. We just don't have an outcome on that game. Swift trucking, I went for a what can Brown do for you, Swift trucking, a FedEx theme, these shippers, carriers across the country, so I went with that theme. Uh, DeAndre Swift did get into the end zone, but just didn't have the usage that you thought he would get. Falcons did a good job controlling the clock. And again, it's Adrian Peterson with more of the carries, 11 as opposed to nine for Swift. Swift did have four catches. Uh, A modest day coming off of his big day that he had the previous week. But I will say that Washington came through. I told you that the Cowboys were in trouble. Uh, Not that you disagreed with me, but I, I, I figured that the Cowboys would have a long day on Sunday in the nation's capital with that Washington front and Washington came through just like FedEx would and we saw what happened to the Cowboys we'll talk about them later in the podcast but I did convert on that three-point conversion nicely done uh I had a big bet on Josh Allen he was my number one ranked quarterback obviously against the New York football Jets uh the misery continued we're now at an official streak when it comes to Josh Allen and terrible play uh but i'm taking my win off sherbert i mean herbert uh and what he (laughs) had to put up for the day number one uh on the board with his point total against jacksonville so uh, i'm just taking that i'm spiking the ball and moving on (laughs) we have to start calling anytime you love josh allen you're living in allentown can we do that i like that sure (laughs) especially i mean one of my favorite albums of all time I am not a big Billy Joel fan. I am not a – and I know people love him and they'll see him every year at Madison Square Garden or Central Park and do his concert, but – I am not. We didn't start the fire. Annoys me. That's. I. Are you a fan of that song? I. That song. That song. No. 
Okay, good, no. good. I celebrate a lot of the rest of his catalog, but that certainly is not one that makes it for me. Uh, there's uh, one called Lullaby that always gets me. Sure, sure. I'm just not good as night, much of a fanatic. No, exactly. I mean, you go to 70s Joel, and obviously you have the joke uh, from Step Brothers with 80s Joel and Horatio Sands losing his mind going, no, we only do 80s Joel. Maybe you don't like uh, Uptown Girl and all those songs. I don't know. But to me, when you go back to The Stranger and... This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, Roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. 
Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Some of those other other albums, I mean, that that's really where you get me. In those highlight videos where you would look back on a season, sort of a one shining moment sort of theme, this is the time is the song that I always liked when you're looking back on the, the, the highlights of your great season. And it's very 80s, but I do like that song by, uh, by Billy Joel. We'll, we'll, we'll move this on. We'll, 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 we'll leave the Billy Joel conversation and look back For at the For the longest time was. we will. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lee DeLapp, our executive producer, was waiting in the wings to drop a Billy Joel pun as well. We just don't have a microphone for him right now. <laughs> by the way, you could get Lee DeLapp on on Twitter at Lee Delap. You can get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Bayer on Fox. And if you want to send a tweet to the page, if you have any fantasy questions, go to at I Want Your Flex. It's a place that we can check them out as well. At Walgreens, we know February is the season for L-O-V-E. It's also something sweet for your sweetheart season. Or my favorite, wait, that's today's season? Or the just found out my kid has a crush season. Good luck, Mom. This Valentine's Day, Walgreens makes it easy to quickly get last-minute gifts with pickup in as little as 30 minutes. Because if it's Cupid season, it's Walgreens season. Right now, premium chocolate bags and boxes are two for $8. Offer ballot through 214 while supplies last. Restrictions apply. See Walgreens.com for details. So let's look back at week seven. I mentioned the Seahawks defense entertaining game on Sunday night. Uh, up until, in my case, when the Seahawks lost the game, that stunk. The point being with this matchup fantasy-wise is continuing with the theme, when you have bad defenses in the NFL, you got to play guys that are against that team. And the Seahawks have the worst defense right now in NFL history through six games when it comes to yards allowed. No one has given up more yards. The Arizona Cardinals were a big uh, beneficiary of that. You saw, uh, you saw Kyler Murray uh, have a spectacular night, but it's just amazing to me on just how bad some of these defenses are. And and now if you're Seattle and you've got the 49ers coming to town, if I'm someone playing fantasy, and I'll get to the specifics in a bit, but I'm picking up as many 49ers as I can because Seattle has just shown they have no desire to stop anybody, and they didn't on Sunday night. No, and that's just it. Shootout after shootout. And as we look across the NFL, there's a lot of bad defenses. A lot. I mean, even going back to the Bears-Rams game for a moment, here's two of your – better defenses and certainly the bears a top 10 scoring defense and we've seen what they they've done throughout the year some terrible tackling in the first half exhibited there and and i think that's emblematic of what we've seen through the first seven weeks of the season you got a lot of arm tackles or guys going for the big stick and not landing properly so all they're doing is pinballing the guy forward and he's falling ahead for another seven yards or maybe he keeps his feet and keeps going. Uh, so certainly Seattle and Dallas are our two poster children uh, for this season as far as bad defenses. The fallout from that game, both starting running backs came down with injuries and are going to miss time. Kenyon Drake, high ankle sprain. 
is is going to be out for a bit for Arizona, and that really could usher in the Chase Edmonds era. Drake was actually emotional when he got hurt. I think that he thought the worst when it came to his ankle injury, and you have to remember this guy is playing on a transition tag, so he has free agency coming up and really hadn't done anything in the first six uh, games of the season so to have that injury hurt him but you could see Chase Edmonds taking that spot over you're still going to have by the way Kylo Murray stealing goal line touches and vulturing those touchdowns so that's yeah. not going to change the Seattle side of things a little trickier because Carlos Hyde's got a bit of a hamstring according to to Pete Carroll uh Travis Homer was a bit dinged up, so they had to go to the rookie, DJ Dallas. Not that Homer would be a play, but if you're looking for someone to replace Chris Carson, Carlos Hyde isn't the sure bet just because of the hamstring, but if if he is healthy enough, he would be the guy getting the touches, obviously. Hey, CJ Procise just got cut. Did he come back? <laughs> oh, no. No more of that. No, <laughs> no, That is done. They held on to that thing for so long. My goodness. There's a better chance that Marshawn Lynch comes back again then cj Procise would come back oh Did my like goodness that? I, I found him out on the wire uh on the newsreel a little <laughs> bit earlier but yeah it's certainly not not clear up look it, it's a lot of it's still run off russell wilson's arm as we've seen right it's metcalf uh it's sure. tyler lockett we'll get to him in a little bit chase edmonds was one of the guys on the sleeper not just because of seattle but also because oftentimes to cite seinfeld people hated the drake Right? Yes. He's still among the leading rushers in the game, but he's not been a threat uh, except once or one or two games in terms of red zone efficiency. But Edmonds has a good receiver out of the backfield. That's where he made his hay here. Seven catches, 87 yards to give him, along with 58 rushing yards, a 21-point performance, good enough for fifth amongst running backs this week. So uh, you know they'll keep moving, and Kyler Murray's on pace for 1,000 rushing yards. So just always remember that in the back of your mind. He's going to tuck uh, and run as he goes, as you mentioned, Dan. So uh, two tough situations, two high-flying, high-scoring teams. Uh, and now it's just rolling the dice. We talked about handcuffs a lot early in the season. Arizona's got the clear one. Seattle, you thought you did, but now it's clouded. But Hyde only owned it about 10% of leagues. I was in the unfortunate circumstance because of injuries and, and needing someone to start. I had to cut him two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now it's, ah, there's would-be starter. Well, there and there was an opportunity, too, where Chris Carson got dinged up, and you thought maybe Carlos Hyder was going to play. I believe it was the Miami game, and, it, and uh, Carson mm-hmm. ended up coming back and ended up playing that next week. So right. the, a lot of the Hyde pickups became useless at that point. You know, we joke about C.J. Procise. But number one, it may not be far off because that could be a possibility. And we're not telling you to pick up C.J. Procise. The point that I'm making, though, is for Seattle's running backs this week, for Arizona's running backs for this week, for any team, the 49ers and their dinged up backfield, you can't add anybody anymore because of the COVID timelines that you have for these games. you got to have guys in the building, and if you sign them too late and you don't get them in soon enough, they're not going to be eligible to play. So that's actually the one good thing fantasy-wise is you know the guys that are in the building – and by Tuesday, they're not going to be able to add anybody and put them in, make them active for sure. the next week. So that's at least one good thing fantasy-wise. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys would probably like to uh, get rid of everyone if they could, including the coaching staff. But after that embarrassment against Washington, Mike, I, I know that you have to play Ezekiel Elliott. 
and we don't know Andy Dalton's status after his concussion that he has, but are most Cowboys benchable now because yeah. of, of, of where they are without Dak? Yeah, I, th- I think we're at a point where I don't think any of them are automatic plays, including Ezekiel Elliott. You watched that game on Sunday. Who was the better running back on the field? It Antonio was Tony Pollard. Gibson. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant the other sidelines. No, yeah, but on the yeah. other side, certainly sure. Gibson by, by a mile. Yeah, but and J.D. McKissick, roster, for that matter. Yeah, yeah, McKissick as a runner and receiver, you know, a little muted in his numbers this week. But, yeah, he's a guy that I'd rather have that side of the equation. But Tony Pollard's the better running back for what they have right now. They've got a bad offensive line. He's running like his hair is on fire when they get him the ball as a runner or receiver. Zeke Elliott's afraid, or seems afraid, right, that his ball security is a problem and running behind a shoddy offensive line, and we know he doesn't want anything to do with blitz pickup. That's not, He's not even pretending half the mm-hmm. time. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Tony Pollard start taking a little more of the role, even which, though which they is, paid Zeke. Yeah, and that surprised me because that was actually one of Zeke's strengths was pass protection. Even when he just came into the league, it was, he was a guy you couldn't take off the field because he would be able to block for you, and is actually one of the better blocking backs. And funny, I played C.D. Lamb this past week, uh, zero catches, uh, targeted five times, didn't have any of the, didn't bring in any of the passes. Some just flat out drops. Had had a carry for a yard, and that was about it. You take his maybe upside, throw it out the window. Michael Gallup, throw it out the window. Uh, if if Danucci is your quarterback, yeah, there none of them are. I'm playing no one against the Eagles on Sunday night. No, I mean you saw Gallup with what did he have? Two targets, I think, uh, and Amari Cooper yeah. for long stretches is invisible. I mean the only guy you half trust is the safety valve of Dalton Schultz. Just the desperation, <laughs> just get the ball sure. out of my hands. Uh, but now it's time to go trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick or someone to lead your team for a while. Uh, that hit on Andy Dalton was – that was scary stuff, watching that live and in living color. But uh, for fantasy purposes, yeah, they're done. Here's, they're done. They're all benchable. You know, and, and your your point about the quarterback is I don't even think it's Andy Dalton's fault. I don't think – like, no. they don't block anyone. They can't block anyone. And the Redskins – excuse me, the Washington football team, have a better defensive line than people would want to think. I mean, they they can really get after it. And for the next five or ten years in the NFC East, that's going to be something the three other teams are going to have to deal with. But training for a quarterback, you hear a lot of Sam Darnold rumors, you know, like that sort of thing. It's like, doesn't matter. The quarterback's going to get crushed anyway, whoever's back there. So it doesn't matter if it's – you know, Andy Dalton, Ben DiNucci, or Ben Seaver from Growing Pains—they're gonna get—they're gonna get crushed. <laughs> yeah, it it really does circle back to that uh, opening topic of the Bears and whatever Nick Foles may or may not have told Brian Greasy. You can say the same thing for the Cowboys, right? The injuries yeah. on that offensive line—it's—it's it's, you got no chance. I mean, Andy Dalton should be operating from a nine-yard shotgun like he's going to punt the ball uh, the way you're at. Bring out the long snapper and give him the extra step or two because, I mean, you got to have happy feet and you're you're trying to get the ball out well ahead of breaks. The time, There's no timing. There's no continuity. And, and Andy Dalton had no prayer. Uh, and obviously we know the big hit that ended his day. But before that, there's no comfort in the pocket. Like, and Did you ever see him set his feet? To throw the ball? No, it was half half of them were jump passes just to get the thing out of there. 
I would love if the Cowboys came out on first down in punt formation where you then had to guess if they were actually going to throw or punt on first down because the guy would you would have Andy Dalton or Ben DiNucci taking the snap from 15 yards back and you'd have to decipher what is the better play. I It's like I you meant, were playing street football again, Dan. Yeah, Don't right. Kick. Yeah, f- one banana, two banana. Speaking of uh <laughs> quarterbacks and their health, we are going to be watching one quarterback in week 8 who's really never had too much experience or hasn't had hardly any experience taking an NFL snap, but it may have been the reason why we waited this long to see him, and that would be to a tongue of Iloa of the Miami Dolphins. Health always the reason when we said, why, when is Tua going to play? When are the Dolphins going to make a change? And we wanted to know when the switch was going to happen and kind of surprised everyone that it happened after week six after the Dolphins approved a three and three with that win over the Jets and surprising to everyone including Ryan Fitzpatrick but the time is now for Tua and he's going to get the start against the Rams would you pick up Tua if he was available in a league entering week eight and not only just for the matchup against the Rams Mike but for the rest of the season is Tua someone you'd want to stash on your team yeah, I'll roster him. There's going to be some opportunities. Hey, they got to play the Jets. Uh, the Bills have shown some cracks of late, and we know the Patriots aren't what the Patriots once were. Not like you're going to run roughshod and suddenly put up 38 on them, but you're going to be able to have your success. I think with Tua, when you look at Williams and, and you look at Devontae Parker, assuming he comes back in full health coming out of the bye, you've got – guys out of the backfield that can catch the ball Gaskin's been serviceable and you still have Howard and and Breida there uh and Gesicki hasn't quite been the beast he was to start the season but who's always the young quarterback's best friend your tight end. tight end so he's a guy that's probably been kicked off to the waiver wire so might have some value to be had there but I think I'll take a run with two I'm still ticked off that Fitzpatrick got deposed but I'll save that 15 minute rant for another time I, I have Devontae Parker on my team. I was hoping for his purposes that Fitzpatrick would get more run because I thought he was more valuable. However, I am now intrigued seeing the great success of Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow as rookie quarterbacks. Just wondering if Tua uh, can do the same and maybe not match their starts because they're having great starts to the season, but at least sure. be a viable play and keep the level of those other Dolphins up. I would take a flyer as well on him. I would put him on my team, especially if you're in a not favorable quarterback position. Maybe you have Deshaun Watson as your starting quarterback, or maybe maybe you've got Josh Allen as your starting quarterback. And and yeah. as you said, which has now become a thing, maybe it's worth just just taking a flyer on Tua right now I I agree with you on that yeah I think part of it Dan is just the philosophical right of originally it was a week 11 by and maybe that was the plan that gets expedited because of the week seven switch so here we are and and that was the the plan so as long as he's healthy let's go see what the kid has I'd love to see them open up the playbook and, and see what he can do downfield. Just I, I would like it to not be a conservative approach because right now that division is there to go and try to win. So that's where sure. the intrigue to all of this happens from the straight football perspective. 
It's Lawabj in Cleveland. Uh, life without Odell Beckham Jr. is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but the Browns broke out without him against Cincinnati. Raiders come to town in Week 8. But now you see Baker Mayfield uh, with his 21 straight completions, only stopped by a spike uh, in that yeah. game against Cincinnati. So that ended up stopping the this, this, streak we heard kevin stefanski on monday say that nick chubb could be back following the team's bye in week nine from his uh from his injury so the browns things are looking up after that win against cincinnati fantasy wise without odell beckham jr how are things looking for the browns you know what though i'm gonna let you lead i heard the discussion you had with george reister on Sunday afternoon, I was driving around as the word okay. came down that there was an injury, and I thought your analysis was dead on, and I agree 100%. So I want you to take full credit for what you had to say about Baker Mayfield's running of that offense. Yeah, I, I think that it's the, again, the pressure for Baker Mayfield to get the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. is no longer there. You saw the targets that were spread around the team. I mean, David Njoku wanted to be traded, and what do you know? He scores a touchdown against Cincinnati. You know, like, there's there there was enough to go around for everyone. Five touchdowns. Rashard Higgins had over 100 yards receiving. Uh, Jarvis Landry is a bit dinged up, as he has been all season. Still a reliable target. Five for 48 the pressure that comes off of Baker Mayfield to throw the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. is just immense. And the OBJ thing to me has been, I felt that Eli Manning had enough had enough cachet with the Super Bowl wins that he had and the mentality that he had to allow Odell Beckham Jr. to accumulate the stats that he did. Eli would make throws that I'm not sure 90% of the quarterbacks in the National Football League would be willing to make. But then you put Odell Beckham Jr. on the other side of that and his talent the way that it is, is he can make those plays. And, and Odell's first three seasons in the National Football League we're off the charts when it comes to receiving. Now, the, considering in his first three years, when we talk about receivers acclimating, there's no one who acclimated quicker than OBJ did in the National Football League when he when he came in in his rookie year. He was hurt a little bit at the beginning of that rookie year, but really was great. But Eli Manning was the guy to me that was able to make those throws and could make those throws and was really the only option in New York. So those stats built up. With the Cleveland now, Baker Mayfield can't make those throws. Not physically what I'm saying. He just can't do it within the system and where he is at the quarterback and where he is in his career. So now to have that pressure off, I don't think that it was a coincidence at all that he had 21 straight completions when Odell Beckham Jr. was off the field. I I think you start going through your progressions more to your point. You start looking off you know, that number one spot perhaps a bit more than you do because what do we keep saying? Oh, how important it is to get him in early. Look what they did against Dallas. They're calling end arounds and and everything. And, you know, it's good play calling. Take advantage of a bad defense and make it work. But, you know, that that works against terrible defenses. And, well, Cincinnati's isn't good. But it's the idea of going forward, how do you – keep the offense churning once Nick Chubb comes back it's pretty clear that's what your focus is right on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and then spread the ball around try to play a little bit of defense while you try to get these guys healthy for the second half of the season in that back seven but for Baker Mayfield made all the throws 
you know, everybody continued their narratives uh, into the new week of if you don't like Baker Mayfield, no matter what he's going to do, you're never going to like Baker Mayfield. He played a fantastic game, took advantage of what was there, and I think it showed signs, and, and we'll see the progression, but when you add a Higgins – uh, to the to the mix, and you got Hunt as a good receiver out of the backfield. You got guys that you can deploy, and Joku will be happy. Maybe he still gets traded if Cooper <laughs> comes back from his injury fast. Yeah, but you've got a guy at least you know there's a physical mismatch to be had because you've got to pay attention if he starts really distributing the ball well. So I think it bodes well for the Cleveland offense overall. Sorry to see OBJ go. You know, he's one of the more interesting characters in the game, and when he's right and things are clicking, it's fun as hell. But if Baker's going to have to try to force the ball to him 8 to 12 times a game, what does that mean? The rest of the offense suffers. You know how much I hate the Michigan Wolverines. Just can't stand them. But when you you see Michigan and you watch them play, I will say this. The – one player offensively that I always thought was a problem and would be a problem for Ohio State when they played was Donovan Peoples-Jones. And so now he's in the NFL and ends up having three catches, ends up scoring. That is a guy that I, it's not going to replace Odell Beckham Jr., but I think that you could see more from him. He, to me, is a guy that's going to be in the NFL for 10 to 12 years and is going to make plays. Maybe it's maybe this is his opportunity to step up. I, I don't know how great it would be to the point that we're talking about of now Baker being able to spread it around and get the ball to tight ends and stuff like that. But you're also going to see, I think, an emergence from a guy like him. I've always thought that he was a really, really good football player, and it showed against Cincinnati in Week 7. Well, I think this is the curiosity, right? With the COVID-19, a lot of leagues, I know yours didn't, Dan, but a lot of leagues adding IR spots for injured players, COVID-related players, and just generally adding more depth to benches. This is where I'm looking at a Higgins, or I'm looking mm-hmm. at, at him to, to and deeper down that depth chart to say, okay, in my 19th slot, may, maybe Peoples Jones is sure. the guy that I'll throw in, right? And maybe maybe he doesn't elevate to my starting lineup. I don't have enough bye week catastrophes or injuries, and his target numbers don't ascend. But you know what? I'd rather have that guy. It's the old philosophy I, I preach here all the time. I'd rather have that guy sitting on my bench and rotting away there than coming into someone else's lineup and beating <laughs> me with a big day. Oh, let's get to our predictions that we hit on. And, of course, our epic fail. Yes, epic fails. Uh, I, I had a mixed bag on my give me one reasons because I did hit for the simple fact that my Give me one reason to start a guy outscored my give me one reason to bench a guy. So I was happy with that. Curtis Samuel would have given you 17.3 points for the Carolina Panthers and your fantasy team from his effort against the Saints on Sunday. Got into the end zone. And I could I listen, you guys need to vouch for me, Mike and Lee. I told you guys off air that I said I was going to say DJ Moore, 
but I felt it was more of an obvious pick that DJ Moore would have started right. anyway. So I wanted to go with a deeper dive. Samuel gave me a little bit, uh, not as much as DJ Moore would have, but still, I'll take a win on that. But because I took a win on that, I'm going to take the loss on Melvin Gordon. Philip Lindsay got hurt for Denver, so Gordon ended up having 68 yards, did get the end zone at a couple of uh, of uh, receptions as well so would have given you some points but i'm gonna say i went one and one and they give me one reasons for week seven now the samuel's a great pick uh you're trying to find value and dj moore's a guy you're always going to start samuel's going to be one of those all right give me one of these four samuel blah 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 right so you picked the one of the four and he found the end zone so celebratory dance for you cha-ching Nicely done. Let's get to your uh, hits. And uh, I don't think there were a lot of epic fails, honestly, because I know you hit on Herbert. You, you, uh, the, you're, giving me that, you're giving me that look, but go ahead. Give me your, your hits and your epic fails. Yeah, this is one where I, I really I judge myself harshly, right? You make bold predictions, uh, and you're guaranteed to find a couple that come back to bite you. Uh, on the hits, obviously, Herbert. Uh, massive day for him. Kareem Hunt I had uh, in my top five. Well, he finished eighth, but still 19 points out the jump, a, a to- hitting 100 total yards plus the touchdown. One of the ninjas was Chase Edmonds. Uh, not the way you want it to happen in terms of yeah. guys getting hurt, but you take them as they come. Uh, Todd Gurley with the inadvertent touchdown really took it over, finishing fourth <laughs> on the week. Uh, I had him third for the week. He finished fourth, 63 yards, two scores. Uh, we got a whole, That's a whole psychological thing that he's going to have to deal with uh, for a long, long time there in Atlanta. But anything uh, is guaranteed to go wrong uh, right now when it comes to that. Uh, the Kyler Murray pick, Baker Mayfield we talked about quite a bit. Uh, and then Derrick Henry, he found the end zone, but he finished 15th on the week. So he was our cautionary tale of guys that were normally, hey, you know, absolutely huge. But for this week, make sure you're maximizing other positions because facing that Steelers defense and what a crazy game that was. Uh, he found the end zone to save you, but it could have been uh, even uglier. On the misses, I already mentioned Josh Allen. Yeah, he had a 368 total yards, 307 in the air, 61 on the ground, but that gives him 20th uh, amongst quarterbacks this week. Cam Newton. Thought we'd get some running effort out of him. Figured he would be a little muted in the passing side, but to be benched, three interceptions, 35th. Mike Davis was my number two running back. Yeah, that's not good for anybody. Uh, 12 rushing yards, five catches, 24 yards. Good for 30th. And I mentioned Kenny Galladay. Yeah, he went over the 100 mark, but he was still 23rd on the week for wide receivers. Good enough for a starting position, uh, but... Not so great. Stephon Diggs was in my top five. Yeah, six for 48. He was 47th among wide receivers. Will Fuller was 39th. And then I'm going to give myself a big whiff because in my rankings, Tyler Lockett I had as a mid-WR2. And as you well know, because uh, the back-to-back weeks, he'd scored a total of 14 uh-huh. points, which meant I don't know what I'm getting out of him. And instead, we get the hat trick. We get 200 yards. 
I think it was two weeks ago. Well, actually, it was four weeks ago that I tried to convince everybody that Tyler Lockett was still Russell Wilson's favorite target. And then I had to admit after the Vikings game that, all right, in those situations, uh, Russell Wilson looks for DK Metcalf. And what happens on Sunday night, Tyler Lockett emerges again. So it tells me just stick with stick with your feelings. Don't be swayed by the one-week things. Not that DK Metcalf was a one-week thing, but it's 1A and 1B in Seattle. And that's that's where you've got you lock it with an amazing, amazing game, but still proud of what you hit on, Mike, because it's Justin Herbert was magnificent. You had Murray, you had Wilson. You you went along with that. Uh, Kenny Galladay's got to get his butt in the end zone at some point as well. Let's go to the celebrity selections because, well, it's one of our favorite times of the show. Even celebrities have fantasies. Two chicks at the same time, man. Who better to set your starting lineup than the stars themselves? Hey, what's going on? It's Nick Lachey. Hi, this is Daryl Hall. And this is John Oates. This is Snoop Deagle Double G. Hi, this is Bob Eubanks from the Newlywed Game. They rack them, we rank them. It's Celebrity Selections. Our celebrity for week seven. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Was a member of the United States men's national team, former professional soccer player. Aguchi Anyewu was our celebrity picker. You can find him on Twitter at Aguchi and Wayu5. And Aguchi, Mike, got bit yeah. by the injury bug because he put in his lineup in time for our episode that was going to launch on Friday morning. At that point, we had no idea that Aaron Jones was going to be a scratch for the Green Bay Packers. Ended up being the case, uh, dealing with a, a calf strain. And so Aaron Jones ended up not playing, was one of the players that Gucci put in his starting lineup. So he had Josh Allen, Aaron Jones, and George Kittle. You mentioned Josh Allen's stat line. George Kittle ended up having five catches for 55 yards. So in the end, because of the goose egg from Aaron Jones, Aguchi and Wayu comes in at 31.6 points for week six. It's tough. And and we did we could have given him Jamal Williams' numbers, which would have been like 21.4 points. He would have, would have finished with 53, but we got to go with the lineup. So Aguchi and Yewu with the 31.6 with only two players playing in our celebrity selections. Well, now, to be fair, Dan, uh, a lot of folks would have said, hey, you need to put Dylan in the lineup yeah, pregame. That's true. Right? Yeah, that was the big sure. debate. Thunderstruck. Adjective. Shocked and amazed by the power of fun on Carnival. Riding Bolt, the world's first roller coaster at sea, Brian got thunderstruck so hard, his 93-year-old grandmother felt it 3,000 miles away in Nebraska and immediately booked a cruise. Hooray! Get Thunderstruck starting at 289. Carnival. Choose fun. Cruises are in U.S. dollars per person, double occupancy. Taxes, fees, and port expenses additional. Restrictions apply. Full details on Carnival.com. Ships Registry, Bahamas, Panama. Let's dive into waiver wire. Moving on from our celebrities because week eight in the National Football League will have the Cardinals, Texans, Jaguars, and the Washington football team with buys. I We both talked about Tua time, and it's time for Tua, so go ahead and roster him. And I'll also mention that to your point, Chase Edmonds probably should have been rostered, but for some reason, if he's not in your league, maybe people mm-hmm. 
just weren't paying attention, you're definitely going to want to pick up Chase Edmonds. But who else are we looking for at the waiver wire in week eight? Well, we got to look at uh, P. Ryan for the New York football Jets. 55 total yards on 13 touches and a touchdown. Look, they got to move away from Frank Gore. Uh, and you saw that he runs with a, a little bit of violence. Sure. Uh, young guy getting to the outside, can catch the ball out of the backfield, going up against, uh, you know, a solid team in, in the Buffalo defense. Uh, some cracks of late, but he's he's the heir apparent, right? Le'Veon Bell is gone, and Frank Gore is just riding out the string. Did I did I mention that we've watched Frank Gore's kid play in college this year? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, moving on from that, we, you know the Carlos Hyde thing uh, is certainly there. He's only rostering ten percent. Richard Rogers and Jalen Rieger of the Eagles. Those are two guys to look at. Why Dallas is on the the table but for Rodgers he's the only healthy guy you really got going Rieger's coming back off injury so the expectation is that you'll be able to get some sort of production out of him uh, with Deshaun Jackson getting hurt once again an opportunity still waiting on Alshon Jeffrey as well Uh, by week so this one's a long-term play is you're looking at Logan Thomas uh, of Washington four for 60 in a score against Dallas but he has scored in back-to-back weeks so a little bit of an opportunity there going back to San Francisco we're talking about their running back situation Jeff Wilson was the number one running back scorer for fantasy purposes in week seven but ankle injury uh tevin coleman comes back <laughs> from injury and expected to play uh so he and jamichael hasty probably fighting uh fighting for touches this week going forward you got irv smith for uh some help out of the minnesota uh position uh Back-to-back weeks where he's caught four balls on five targets, 64 and 55 yards, so take some opportunity. And then we still don't know what's going on in New Orleans, so Traquan Smith being one of the few healthy guys uh, running amok, four for four, 54 yards. Obviously, the way Drew Brees distributes the ball, you're going to have some muted efforts, but opportunity is all I can promise. The 49ers situation bears monitoring because you mentioned Tevin Coleman and Kyle Shanahan even mentioned it after their win against New England that they were just giving Jarek McKinnon kind of a week off. And so Jeff Wilson ends up having that three touchdown effort, but then gets hurt. And now you're saying, wow, Kyle Shanahan is a freaking genius. Tevin Coleman, because he's not necessarily guaranteed yet to come back off of IR, but there is a possibility he could practice this week and no more against that Seattle defense. So monitor that 49ers situation. So if, if Coleman and McKinnon are available, uh, people that you may want to jump on. Nelson Aguilar got, five, or got nine targets for the Raiders. And I know that Henry Ruggs is the – the hot name, but I still think a veteran wide receiver is nice to throw to. I think that Cleveland's going to have more of an opportunity maybe to try to control the clock against the the Raiders than they did against the Bengals. But I would also look at Nelson Aguilar. Just uh, why not try to ride a hot hand if you're looking for a, a wide receiver, if maybe you've got DeAndre Hopkins on by or Will Fuller or someone like that. Uh, maybe Nelson Aguilar keeps the streak going with his uh, nine catches that he had against the Buccaneers. Yeah, as we were talking about, you know, with Cleveland, Higgins on the other side is six for 110. But with Aguilar, like health was not his friend uh, during the end of his run back in Philly. And we look at him here in, in Vegas, you know, Ruggs is the deep guy. 
that's it, right? He's, what was it, 29 yards per catch or something like that that he was averaging. Yeah. Uh, so what, what does that tell you? That's just a throw it up or scheme it out to where you may get one or two pops a game. And, and maybe you're lucky against a bad defense that that'll expand or you're getting buried, so you've got to keep chucking it. With Aguilar, he's a guy that can run the full tree, so as long as he's healthy, certainly worth a look-see. Yeah, and I think I said nine catches, nine targets is nine targets. what I meant. Sure. Nine targets, five catches for Aguilar, but still was over 100 and got into the end zone and tied uh, Darren Waller for the high end targets for the Raiders, who again have the Browns coming up in Week 8. All right, Thursday night football. This is an interesting matchup because I think that the Falcons haven't lived up to expectations, which is obvious, while the Panthers have fully succeeded expectations. An NFC South matchup, Christian McCaffrey was able to get on the practice field on Monday, but still not likely to go on Thursday night, so you may want to wait that out. Panthers have a really late bye this year, but you could expect McCaffrey back in Week 9. I'm not mad at anybody in this matchup, Mike, and I really like Teddy Bridgewater in this in this game for Carolina. So if you've got – I'm not saying play everyone, but you could convince me to play anybody on Carolina and anybody on Atlanta, and I'd be good with it for Thursday Night Football. Yeah, I think there's points to be had in this game, as you mentioned. Maybe a nice bounce back uh, for Mike Davis so he doesn't make me look dumb uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, but Todd Gurley, he's, he's scored, what, in five of seven games, right? I mean, he's got opportunity, and maybe this one he won't be falling into the end zone uh, accidentally. Good for fantasy owners, bad for the rest of the world uh, as far as those Atlanta Falcons fans. But we, we talked about Samuel and DJ Moore opportunities there. Um Teddy Bridgewater's a guy who's quietly – he's a top five in terms of passing yards right now. Yeah. He's number five in the league, believe it or not. Robbie Anderson, number two, he's over 640 receiving yards. So opportunities uh, downfield here against Atlanta, certainly. Uh, Matt Ryan, he's got three guys that you can look at when you talk about Ridley, Julio Jones, and Mr. Gage. He's uh, been targeted frequently. Uh, may may have some muted efforts in there, but as we know, their defense isn't very good. So Matt Ryan always uh, has to have some extra ice available for the shoulder. I'm going to make a prediction. The Saints beat the Panthers in Week 7, 27-24. I'm going to predict it's the second straight week the Panthers play a 27-24 game. The, there's my are prediction. Are winning this one, though? I'm just going to leave it at that. I'll just leave it. Okay. You know, the Falcons are interesting because I watched a decent amount of that Lions game. And watching them, they got turnovers against Minnesota, and they were able to, to cash in, and it was kind of a no contest. But to see Matt Ryan and the Falcons, they were very deliberate. They're not chucking the ball 50 yards downfield like they used right. to. It was chunk after chunk taking up time, keeping the opposing offense off the field. I'm wondering if that's going to carry over in Carolina, but it just sets up to me like a 27-24 game. But but watch Atlanta. It's not necessarily the high-flying team that went to the Super Bowl a few years ago, even though a lot of the pieces are the same. It's uh, the, I felt that they were more uh, – uh, reeled in against Detroit, and I think that was conscious to keep their defense off the field. But that's what we've got for Thursday Night Football, Falcons and Panthers. Fun matchup. Wish you could flex it out to Sunday. You know, yes. So if we're going to have a Sunday game, I don't want to watch the Cowboys. I'm sorry. Did you, catch my, tw- did you catch my tweet on the, the uh, Sunday night game? 
I said well, the you N- want to get rid of it altogether. I said that. Well, I tweeted. I said that the NFL should flex the Cowboys and Eagles to Wednesday at 3 a.m. Eastern time. That was. Oh, that I like was, that. Yeah, that was that. <laughs> that was, eh, you know, hey. Oh, I, I dig not? that. No, I'm going to go find that and like it right now. <laughs> Let's get to the three-point conversion to wrap this episode up. I'm going to just continue, and I'll take it. I say roll the dice with Teddy B. He actually – this may sound crazy. You mentioned his yardage, which is something that we've looked out. He may be a better option this week than Patrick Mahomes. You mentioned the yeah. Jets game. With them being a 21-point favorite, the Chiefs' moves this year are all about getting back to the Super Bowl – going back Mahomes a pretty subdued game in the snow in Denver if they get up big I think that the Chiefs try to get Le'Veon Bell his revenge and that they put this baby on cruise control so roll the dice with Teddy B if you know I'm not saying bench Patrick Mahomes but I think that there's a chance that he'll have a better week and plus you've got Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson on buys already take a flyer on Tua something we touched on earlier in the podcast and touched on the last week and I'm going to say get your A game on when it comes to pickups nelson aguilar as we mentioned from the raiders but also brandon Ayuka, the 49ers because they're going against the seahawks we talked about the injuries that san francisco has there are plays to be had so grab the rookie out of arizona state if you can yeah an injury to uh debo samuel gets yes back yeah. in the lineup and right right once again uh a hamstring injury all right uh so we talked a lot about the thursday game so we'll gauge where we're at Ha, uh, because it's week eight. So uh, give me Russell Gage uh, in as a number three wide receiver. Uh, we're going to find the keys to the handcuffs. Why? Because there's so many injuries sure. and bye weeks. If you if go through the rosters and depth charts and find the number two options, make sure that you're covered because this year has, well, for, frankly, it sucked in terms of running back health. You're going to need that help eventually. Don't let someone else siphon that uh, second running back on a depth chart away from you. And three, it's time to trim the fat. We've hit that point, Dan. I think we'll probably hammer it more in the next couple of weeks. But there's just guys I don't want any part of anymore. I'm selling my shares. So whether you're trading them or just saying beat it, I got T.Y. Hilton. See ya. Andrew Luck ain't walking through that door. I got Devin Singletary. Zach Moss averaged seven yards a carry. Your time is done. And then Captain Kirk with his 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Good for 24th among quarterbacks through the first seven weeks. Uh, See ya. I'm taking you to the tractor beam and sending you off into space. Are you looking for cousin subs? That do you guys? If you guys ever had a cousin sub, it's it's a sub. It's, see, Lee's looking at me. I like that. It's a Midwest sort of thing. It's the Wisconsin thing as well. Uh, there it is. Three point conversion go. from Mike. Three point conversion from me, and that puts a bow on week seven as we look ahead to week eight. Get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Byer on Fox. You can get our executive producer Lee Delap on Twitter at Lee Delap, and you can find us on the show Twitter page as well at I Want Your Flex. Thanks to Lee Mayak. Thanks to Gucci and Ye Wu for his celebrity selections. We'll have another celebrity for you coming up in our new episode that drops on Friday. Enjoy Thursday Night Football, and we'll get you prepped for Week 8. Talk to you then. If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. 
Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.